Welcome to the Good News Podcast. I'm Colleen. And I'm Neil. We're here to share with you all the sonic joy we can find, good news, and delightful moments. Beaming right to your ears from the Cards Against Humanity studios in Chicago. Here are a few bad things we can finally stop worrying about. Vegas continues to support your favorite former celebrities. Ooh, you were just in Vegas. I was just in Vegas. What former celebrities are currently performing? I know that I'm going to get some pushback on this Mm -hmm. uh, at the home front. Mm -hmm. Uh, Celine Dion is there. Mm -hmm. I don't know if she's a former celebrity. Um, Who else was there? J-Lo's there. Last episode, we spoke with Lisa Beasley from the Nova Collective about Black Panther. We really just barely scratched the surface, so we're presenting more of the discussion today. We don't yet know how far-reaching the effects of this movie will be, but Lisa can already see some of them, even just in the movie theater. Seriously, if you haven't seen this movie, get out there and see it. It makes you wonder about like just like the future of movie making, because I think we can all agree that... We started to see the same movie over and over and over. We are in the age of reboots where it's like, we can't think of a new show. Let's bring this one back. Like, it's getting out of hand. Mm-hmm. And I think it's given people permission to, to be like, touch that subject. Talk mm-hmm. about that. Make that up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because it's also, it, it sparked so much real dialogue that people forget it's not a real place. It's mm-hmm. set in a completely not real, that place don't exist. I read that. And I think piece in that touched me. That one of the final things was like, you begin to realize that Black Panther is not coming to save you, and you mm. cannot go to Wakanda. Oof. And that was after I had seen it the third time, and that was that was the that third time that was the two sentences I needed to read. Because you were lost a little bit, or like yeah, too deep I, down the rabbit hole. I got too deep. Be- well, no, I didn't. I don't think I did. I think it was just a part of the journey that I was supposed to have. The first time I watched it, I absolutely. Just loved it. Second time, I realized why I loved it. It was just certain parts that I was like, okay, now I know why I like that part. Third time, full-on existential crisis. Mm. The third time, who am I? Where am I? What is this world? Where are all these white people going? Why are they all in my... It was <laughs> It was a lot. <laughs> oh, what, yeah. are, what are all these white people doing? Yeah, um, a lot. <laughs> Well, so you have a few favorite parts of the movie, and Mm -hmm. and we can jump into those. And I think the movie ends so positively and Mm -hmm. so uh, full of hope. And I wonder if, regardless of whether Wakanda exists or not, the ending of Black Panther is attainable or, like, regardless of the fiction of it, does that feel like a realistic tone for that movie to end up. You know what? I think so because I look at the ending in two parts in that it ended on a good note, but it also ended on a realistic note, kind of on the vibes of like, um, for example, I'll compare it to a type of a Martin Luther King type of ending where it's like, I'm going to give you this big speech about this promised land that we're going to go to. Whoops, I can't go, but now you know this promised land exists. Mm-hmm. So that to me is how it kind of feels. It's like everybody might not be able to take a part of Wakanda, but we can get there. And that place you find exists in you. Mm. So, yeah. And again, just the sheer 
a number of conversations that can spin off of one mm-hmm. movie, right? Yeah, group text was lit. Like, usually it's just like, you know, group group text is like jokes or y'all trying to figure out how to meet up in one location or <laughs> gossiping about what somebody posted. This was like, yeah, but the forces of the eternal nature of the world. It was like deep. <laughs> it got deep. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, the token. Oh, the token. The white guy they had to simplify everything for was my favorite. The colonizer was my favorite. No, he wasn't my favorite character. He was my favorite token character that has been used in a movie because usually that token is the black people and they're usually just like, just there to assist you with whatever you need. And that's what he did. He didn't come in calling no shots. And it wasn't like overkill. He didn't have to be humbled. He was kind of already that. And to me, that makes me go, yeah, white people take notes. <laughs> do, <laughs> like, do, you y'all, do, you, do y'all see this? <laughs> right. <laughs> y'all, y'all four people in here, y'all saw that, right? It's, it's just like he, he didn't take offense to being told what to do. He he was like, oh, yeah, that's a thing I don't know. Yeah, you have the da-da-da-da. And when he did present information that he knew, it wasn't in a way that was like, yeah, I got this info, bro. It was, it was just like, I'm going to help when I can, be quiet when I'm not supposed to talk, and just be a visitor in this space. And it made me question, aren't we all kind of visitors in the space? I think sometimes we forget how we all ended up here. And how all of this started. Mm. (laughs) And it's like, yo, what you coming up in here telling me what to do for? Like, that's not how this goes. That's not how this human interaction goes. It's you know your role. You're you're either good at something or you're not. You have a a life skill, a value. Every I feel like everybody has a value Mm -hmm. and everybody should have be able to hold space in a place. And when those different personalities start to merge, I think it's up to the person's self-awareness to be like, oh, this is who I am in this picture. And it was nice to see how, like, they interacted with him, who who was down for him being there, who wasn't. Because there were, it was definitely some conflict of, like, nah, he should not be here. It's like, but we have to help him. Do we? Mm. And that raised another question, too, of just, like, how we look at aiding, period. Like, oh, that that person's over there is hurting. Does that have anything to do with us? And if we extend to help, what are we risking? But then when we do help, it could turn around and help us in the end because they have value. So that was was another powerful part of the movie, too, just the whole concept of who do we help? I, I know we're running long on time. I have one more question. This sort of thing happening, sort of culture change happening within the entertainment industry, like how will that translate and ripple down to mm. like affecting like young black youths yeah. in America? Yeah. It's going to be one of those things that I'm even interested to see because when I took my niece, Joanna, she's nine, and later my friends were like, how does she like it? I was like, dude, this is her Superman. This is, no- this is her normal. So to I don't know what it feels like to have that as a child. Yeah. So I think how we treat this period will be very influential in our children's lives, and I hope we don't squander it. Yeah. So I can't say how it will impact them because I truly don't know. I think 
since we have been given permission, the biggest thing is probably that they'll see that they have permission, that there is no, this whole table, this whole inviting to the table, we made it up. The table is not physical. These, those chairs don't exist. How big is this table? Nobody knows. Go do whatever you want to do. That construct won't be a reality for mm-hmm. them, hopefully. Yeah. And when I see, I know when I see different versions of myself in media and just represented everywhere, I move through the world more confidently. And because I, I notice there were not, there are not that many shows for me to binge where I see myself. So when I don't, I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'll be this weird girl with these long braids and this fitted cap and these sweatpants today. Uh. But then when I see like a, a whole bunch of different, specifically dark-skinned black women in the front of a story that doesn't have anything to do with them being a dark-skinned black woman, I'm like, whoa, the possibilities are endless. I could see, I could be a reporter, I could be a doctor, I could see, sometimes people just need to see themselves doing things. Yeah. So I, I, I love that they'll be able to see the possibilities for themselves. Thanks for listening. Do you have good news? Great. Or maybe you want to tell us a joke or an idea? Also great. Email us at goodnews at cardsagainsthumanity.com. Or leave us a voicemail at 773-217-0156. You can also tweet us at The Good News Pod. Most of our music is by Poddington Bear. Same place, same time, tomorrow. <laughs>